New waifu cup just dropped today, Temptation. You can use my discount code L-I-L-Y-Y for 10% off only at gamersubs.com. What's up guys? Second episode of the second season of Only Teeth. I feel like the first season was a little jumbled, so hopefully, <laughs> as I say that, hopefully we're a little bit more organized this time around. For this episode, we're actually gonna be talking about two different topics. Very different, hopefully we can kind of transition into one from the other, but the first topic we're gonna be talking about is taking the opportunities that are handed to you and weighing the pros and cons. The second part of this episode is gonna be about making new friends in a new environment and how to do so in safe ways and ways where hopefully, you know, eh, we get out of our comfort zones a little bit. <laughs> As I mentioned in my last episode, I really want this podcast to be more like self-help kind of, you know, self-improvement. And in order to build your confidence levels, I'm a big believer in you kind of have to build confidence levels in other realms of your life before kind of facing your own physical attributes. For example, let's say you stand in the mirror and you're like, I really don't like the way I look. I hate myself. Well, A, you should not hate yourself. You're a beautiful soul. B, if you don't like yourself, maybe there's ways that you can change your lifestyle to help kind of improve that. But sometimes when we view ourselves negatively in a physical manner, a lot of that tends to boil down to, okay, there's emotional factors behind this. A lot of people ask me how I even am as confident as I am, and I'm gonna be honest, there are days when I'm not. I'm human, right? I might not feel confident that day, or I might look in the mirror and be like, ugh, I really don't look that great today. But I'm kind of at a point where I just don't care, and in order to have gotten to that point, I did have to kind of go through some interesting life experiences. So with that being said, that's kind of why I've chosen certain topics that, you know, maybe helped me build my confidence levels, and I'm hoping these kind of can help you as well. So let's dig into this first topic, taking the opportunities that are handed to you. I'm a big believer in, you know, things happen for a reason. Every opportunity that I've ever taken has led me here to this point. And it's funny, somebody asked me actually recently, two people, have you thought about where your life would be today if it wasn't, you know, where it is? And I was like, honestly, no. They were like, so if you didn't make the jump to LA or if you didn't choose to go into social media, like you've never thought about where your life would be? Uh, no, <laughs> I really don't want to think about it because at the end of the day, every opportunity has led me to where I am. And I don't regret anything because I know that I'm on the path that I'm supposed to be on and who knows, something worse could have happened to me or maybe I wouldn't have taken away a life lesson that brought me to where I am. So I don't like to think about the what ifs or what could have been. I like to live in the present and I like to appreciate all the opportunities that have led me to where I am and all the upcoming opportunities. I don't have a life plan, honestly. I'm focused on just living in the moment and living out my passion. So I kind of take things day at a time you know, a day at a time. <laughs> Obviously, I plan things out daily. Like, if I'm being honest, I plan out my schedule by the hour every day. So yes, I'm a big planner, but that's more immediate planning. I don't like to plan too far into the future because I just am not in a career where I can do that. I know some people can and some people prefer to do that and that's okay, but when you do do that, make sure you're still living in the present and you're not worrying about the future and what's gonna happen five years from now, right? You, you wanna be present present in that moment and that also can help bring more opportunities your way. Think about it this way. Let's say somebody has like a five-year plan that you're friends with, right? And let's say you're looking to hire somebody for a job and you think of that person, you're like, oh, this person would be perfect for the job and you're like, oh, but they have a five-year plan. You know, 
it almost deters you from even bringing up the opportunity to them. So having a five-year plan is great financially. I'm sure about that. But also live in that present moment because what if somebody does come to you and brings you this great opportunity and you're like, well, that doesn't fit my plan, but it would make me really happy. So, <laughs> I mean, when you make these plans and you're actively talking about them, just be open to the idea that things can change and that's okay. And honestly, like I talked about in the last episode, embracing that change is okay. So yeah, just being more open to the fact that other opportunities can arise. And sometimes it's something totally out of left field that you weren't expecting, but you know it's gonna make you really happy. So what's the next step? You gotta weigh the pros and cons, right? You gotta decide, is this gonna be good for me? Is this gonna be good for my family, for the people who are dependent on me, for the people who are in my day-to-day life? But at the end of the day, you need to make a decision based on you. Now, if you have a family or somebody that's dependent on you, then maybe that's a conversation to have with them, but we're kinda gonna get to that. We're not there yet. (laughs) So keep in mind, I don't have a significant other or relative that I have to be cognizant of when making these decisions. I live on my own, therefore the only person have to worry about is myself. Whereas there's other people out there who do have a family or a a husband or wife or whatever and they have to be understanding to the fact that maybe that opportunity might not fit for your family or for the other person. So that is when you do have to be cognizant of their feelings and what they want and what'll make them happy. But you also need to make sure that whatever you guys decide together is still gonna make you happy. My dream since 2018 was LA. And for my entire life, my dream was California and then Hawaii. And I spent a long time saving up for the moment to be able to move and I spent a lot of time looking for apartments but for a while nothing was really fitting my budget and honestly I gave up like I actually gave up looking and that's when I decided you know what maybe I can spend this money traveling and doing cool content while traveling which also would be a really cool idea but at the end of the day I knew my heart and soul was in California and so you know we're just gonna kind of I'm gonna talk through this example and kind of talk through the pros and cons of what I had to do in order to make the jump to move to LA. So as I mentioned, I totally gave up looking at apartments. And at that point, I had actually just gotten into a relationship with somebody. So no longer looking for apartments, thinking about traveling, in a new relationship, still living at home with my parents, but saving up money. All of a sudden, a friend hits me up and is like, hey, we have a roommate moving out. This is the price. It's month to month. What do you say? And I'm like, ah, shit. I just got into a relationship and now I'm gonna move across the country. For me, it was like, oh, I kind of have to think about that other person. But there were almost too many pros for me not to go. So, for example, some of the cons. Let's see. The first one was the fact that I was newly in a relationship. And as we know, long distance is hard enough. When you put that on a new relationship, oh, that makes it 10 times harder because you almost barely know this person, right? Your trust levels have not been built with them. So then you're 3,000 miles away from them. There's a time difference. Like a lot of factors go into play and you're like, okay, is this relationship even gonna last once I move? So that was my first con. My second was that I was moving into an apartment with people I barely knew. The one girl I had met once and kind of knew from online, the other girl I didn't know at all. So I was like, oh gosh, okay, it's gonna be a little bit like college where I have to adjust to new people and I have to share a bathroom again and share like a living space again. Whereas I'm kind of just used to sharing that with my parents. So 
Not that that was necessarily a con because that can also be a pro, right? New experiences, new friends, that kind of thing. But for me, I was kind of just like in a weird phase of making friends, which is why we're gonna transition to the other topic later. So it was almost like a con in my mind. And also I did not research the area I moved to beforehand. Um, my mom did and I kind of thought she would like tell me, but she was like, oh no, like you're an adult, you could do it yourself. But she didn't like say that. So when I moved, then we had that conversation and I I was like, hey, you didn't really like tell me how dangerous this area is. And she's like, oh, I kind of just figured you were going to do what you wanted and that you would look into it. And I was like, yeah, um, well, I didn't, but it's fine. We'll figure it out. <laughs> so that was um, a con that I really didn't know about till I moved. The last con to all of that was I was going to be across the country from my family and friends, right? And moving <laughs> to a completely different state where I knew almost nobody. Now, again, that can be flipped around as a pro because at the end of the day, you're moving out. That happens. People move out, people move across the country, people move across the world, people move five minutes away. Regardless, your lifestyle is going to change, whether it's with your family dynamic, your friendships, everything. So in a way, that's almost a pro because that's part of growing up. But, you know, looking at the pros, I mean, I financially could do it based on the price. It was pretty inexpensive for LA. It was a month to month lease. I had two remote jobs, so I could still hold my jobs when I moved. And at the end of the day, it was my dream. Like my dream fell into my lap the minute I stopped looking. That's when I knew deep down in my heart, this is the choice for me. This is going to make me happy. So I made that jump. I found that when I make these decisions, I actually write out the pros and cons so I can really dig deep and not just think them through. I feel like writing, you just process so much better. <laughs> my biggest takeaway is when you're making these types of decisions, definitely, definitely, definitely weigh out the pros and cons, but write them down. I feel like that's really helpful. And like I mentioned, if there's somebody in your life that is gonna be really affected by this, definitely talk to them, be honest with them, see if there's a way that you can take on this opportunity with them, if there's a way that somehow the opportunity can come to you if, I don't know, I don't know, I'm thinking like if you have to move, maybe it can like be remote, who knows. But there are other avenues like with an opportunity. For example, mine was moving, right? Let's say yours is a new job and they want you to move for it, but let's say you really wanna do the job, you're really qualified for it, you're the top one that they want, see if there's a way you could do it remote or see if there's a way that you could do it. You travel there every so often and they'll pay for the cost. Like, I don't know. There are ways to take on new opportunities and also still be cognizant of your family and your loved ones. But I think something that we tend not to do is when it comes to taking on the opportunities, Sometimes we don't really like to talk through our fears. We like to run away from them. For example, when I moved, I was having a really hard time making friends and I didn't really verbalize that to anybody. I kind of wish I did because maybe that would have helped. Um, I don't know. Or at least maybe it would have helped me with my mindset a little bit. But when I moved, like, I, I just trying to make friends was tough, especially in the living situation I was in and where I was. It was just very difficult. I also had kind of recently gone through an experience with a friend that really closed me off to making new friends and shut me down and put a lot of walls up. And I think that that's the biggest reason I had such a hard time making friends. I guess we're on to the next topic, making new friends in a new environment. 
<laughs> like I mentioned, you know, I was having a hard time making friends when I first moved and I am getting better at it. <laughs> I'm definitely getting a lot better at it. I'm definitely making more friends, thank goodness, but it did take a little bit, you know? I really processed a lot of my failed friendships and I really dug deep with my therapist. I'm an empath who has struggled in the past with codependency issues and I've worked through them for the most part, still working on them. You can never be perfect, but I accepted a lot of people into my life who I wanted to help, and in turn, they took advantage of my kindness. So yeah, I have trust issues, especially with friends. <laughs> and when I first moved, I actually wound up spending a little too much free time FaceTiming my now ex um, that I really didn't put myself out there or go out. Uh, I, I was honestly glued to my apartment. And it wasn't until that I was single that I really began trying to make friends. You know, I, I did actually build a pretty good connection with my previous roommates, the ones that I was living in LA with. And I also made friends from social media, oddly enough. I even, oddly enough, reconnected with old friends out here from New Jersey, which has been a really cool experience, especially with the fact that like, we knew each other back when we were younger and a little more naive, you know? So it's funny to see how much we've grown as people in general, which has been kind of a really cool experience. <laughs> Once I moved out on my own and actually started living alone, I was kind of scared that making friends was gonna be harder because in most situations, I feel like it would be, but for me, it actually was the opposite. So I live in an apartment building that actually holds resident events and it introduced me to a lot of my now close friends. So I have a lot of friends in my building, which is dope. I'm also in an area where, you know, a lot of people like to go out and stuff. And I feel like going out has been a great way to, for me to make friends. But it's, it's interesting because somebody told me to try Bumble BFFs. I didn't find it helpful, honestly. I know some people it does, it is helpful. So I'm not knocking it, just for me personally, it didn't work. I also never go on those apps and maybe that's why it was kind of a struggle. So that's up to you if you wanna try that route. And obviously I still talk to my childhood day ones, I love them, but there's a time difference and we have busy schedules. So it's kind of hard to keep up with them all the time. and. It's not like, I mean, they're on the East Coast. It's not like I could be like, hey, let's go for a walk or hey, let's work out or get a coffee or I don't know, go to the beach, go do a photo shoot. Any Like I, I can't really, I can't hit them up because it's going to take them six hours just to get here. <laughs> and that's by plane. <laughs> I, I had to make friends out here. And I think at first it was funny. My walls were definitely, definitely up. And I'm very good now at starting to pick out red flags. So I'm proud of myself for building that skill. But it's hard because you never really know someone's intentions right off the bat. So it is difficult to make friends in general. And I think growing up, I never really realized that because I kind of just was open and accepting everybody in my life, which looking back, I shouldn't have done that. But you know what? I learned a lesson out of it. <laughs> but I am actually going to do a whole episode on trying to figure out people's intentions and red flags and all of that, whether it comes to dating or friendships or even family. So we are going to do that next week. So be ready. <laughs> but my biggest advice as far as making new friends in a new environment, try Bumble BFFs. If that's something that you have seen worked for your friends or for other people that you know, try it out. Resident events, if your apartment complex does do them, I definitely recommend going. It feels weird going. You're all, especially if you're new to the building. You're like, um, I kind of feel like I'm going to freshman orientation in college. Like I don't this is weird in a sense. 
but just go. Also use the amenities because you can actually meet some pretty cool people like down at the gym or if you have a pool or if you have, I don't know what you have, but you know, like try to use out the amenities if you have them and definitely stay friendly with your neighbors. You never know, they could be, they could end up being your best friends, who knows? Going out. I have recently been a homebody and I also found though that sometimes when I'm too much of a homebody, I'm not as productive because then I get into like a lazy routine. So being busy for me and going out and doing things socially, that just helps me overall, but it also is a great way to make friends. And sometimes they're great friends. Sometimes they're people that you're like, I want nothing to do with you, but you don't know until you try. So get out of your comfort zone and go out. Another weird way to make friends, but it's work. Social media friends. I have a lot of friends through social media that I have never met before in real life ever, which is kind of weird to think about because they're like some of my closest friends. Now, some of them lately I've actually been meeting in real life because a lot of them are in California. So that's been a pretty cool experience, but make sure when you do that, that you're safe about it because you know, you don't know these people, right? So bring someone along with you, meet in a public setting, go from there. Last but not least, just trying to figure out if you really know that person's intentions when you make friends with them. And how do you know that? Well, I'll tell you in next week's episode. Thank you for listening and I will talk to you guys next week. Love y'all. All right, guys, I fucked up. And it's funny because this goes full circle into next week's episode on understanding other people's intentions and when you're basically falling into a trap. So yeah, I fucked up and I didn't take accountability right away as I should have. If you want to know how I fucked up, well, tune in to next week's episode. And also buy a waifu cup, L-I-L-Y-Y for 10% off only at Gamersups.